All right, everyone. Hello and welcome along to Championship Drill and our Daily World Cup review. Um, four games again today. Uh, sadly, it didn't come true. We tried. We tried for everyone. Okay, today be the day without a nil all draw, but we did get one that we'll come to in a minute, and it was probably the worst of all the nil all draws because it was a terrible match. Um, and it was the only game Phil missed today. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the, the, the highlights the highlights must have taken you all of about four seconds to watch because there wasn't <laughs> many. Um, but we'll come to that game later. Start, I suppose, with Group H, uh, the game that just finished and the game that was early this morning. Uh, so Switzerland, Cameroon, um, uh, early this morning, our time, obviously, ten o'clock kickoff. Was able to watch uh, most of that. Uh, uh, Switzerland kind of looked. Uh, yeah, they looked. I don't know what it was. The first half, they were, they, both teams weren't very good, but Cameroon shaded it. Um, yeah, the, I, I think so. I the think so. Half, Switzerland were very bossy. I suppose we were talking about just there before we came on about being bossy. They kind of controlled. Yeah. Them. Um. Yeah. But, um. Oh. A strange story, I suppose. Um, uh, Mbolo who got the the winner, obviously. Um, it's from the Cameroon. Yeah, uh, moved moved to Switzerland when he was six years old and uh, decided to declare for Switzerland, um, in two thousand and fourteen after he was granted citizenship there. Mm. Um, but he's he's well known in Cameroon. He's set up like um, kind of foundations to help refugee children, disadvantaged children in Cameroon, and things like that. So, um. He still, you know, is very proud of the fact that he's from Cameroon, even though he, he represents Switzerland. So mm. it must have been a strange one for him. And obviously he refused to celebrate yeah. uh, the goal, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, even in a, a World Cup, you don't get many. I thought he was fairly poor for most of the game. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, there was, there was a lot of players like that, though, this one. Um, there really was. Um, it was a lot of the wrong pass played. Yeah, exactly. especially for Switzerland. Yeah. Um, um, I I thought there was a few times where Grant Shaka made some great, um, he made great balls, balls. balls, yeah, and nobody saw him. That said, Cameroon on the break looked really dangerous, especially in the first half. Definitely. Yeah, they should have scored in the first half, and I I it was one of those goals where I think. Um, it's one of those games, rather, where the first goal was always going to kind of be very, very important. Yeah. Um, Switzerland obviously could dominate possession when mm. they got the first goal. Um, yeah, I thought Jacka was outstanding for them today. Yeah. Uh, led by example, was talking about the whole thing. I I know the commentators on RT were talking about uh, them taking off Motting with like 15 minutes ago. Oh, I yeah. was with them. I was baffled by that decision as well. Yeah, I was going to get to that actually about you because is there controversy about who's picking this team? I have no idea what's going on there because you have one of the informed strikers in Europe at the moment. Yeah. I mean, the amount of goals he's after scoring. He he looked very dangerous in this one. Yeah. It was a weird, weird, weird choice. But it wasn't just him. There was another player they took off as well. Uh, yeah. Brian uh, Bumbo. Yeah, uh, and we know him obviously from his time at Brentford in the Championship. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, he's since moved on. He's still a where is he? Is he still at Brentford? He's still he's at Brentford. Brentford. But just yeah, so we can remember baffling. him baffling when he was in the championship with Brentford. Yeah, strange that they took him off as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Motting is like nine goals already this season for Bayern Munich, three of them in the Champions League. I know, yeah, this is very, very strange. Very, very odd. And it wasn't like he was tired or playing bad or anything. It was just a weird when you're goal down, you take off your biggest goal threat. Yes, someone was saying that Eto said get him off, but I don't know if that's true or not. It's a strange one because there is that weird dynamic with you know, you've Rigabier Song who was brought in to be the coach. Samuel yeah. Eto is the head of their FA. Yeah. And it's like, you know, which one of them is running the team, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. that can only cause chaos, really. Yeah. Um, I think Switzerland are overall probably um, Jaded you know, edged it a little bit. Yeah. But that said, Cameroon had the better chances in the match. Yeah. And they'll be kicking themselves they didn't get something out of it. Yeah, probably uh, in the first half, they missed two or three great chances for sure, definitely. Absolutely. And the keeper made a couple of decent saves. But like, even though Cameroon had five shots on target, a lot of them were kind of tame enough effort. Like you expect a goalkeeper to save them, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't like he pulled out world class saves. Mm-hmm. They were saves he should be making. Um, yeah, Onana in goal, obviously for Cameroon, wasn't too bad. He wasn't really threatened that much. To be fair, I can't remember him making too many saves. Uh, two or three. Let me see the stats. Yeah. Actually, just going to check up. Yeah, he probably made a few, but I can't remember ever. I can't remember thinking, "Oh, that's a great save by him." Three shots um, to target, so I'm assuming about two two saves. Yeah, which could be you know daisy quarters that were rolled at him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, or a header straight into his hands or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I I thought it was you know um, a decent game for for the first one of the morning, and it it felt like a proper World Cup game in some ways in that you'd no idea which way it was going to go. Yeah, that that was that yeah. was one thing I did notice because Cameroon were they they could have just broke. And yeah, scored. you wouldn't have surprised me if they just broke and scored. Um, yeah, big, 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 big win for Switzerland, obviously. And um, I think they play play Brazil next. I think Cameroon plays Serbia next. Um, big games. So big games because that means that the the two losers essentially are playing each other. Two winners are playing each other. So, um, winner Switzerland Brazil will. You know, guarantee their place in the next round. Um, while the loser that will probably have to get something out of the last game. Uh, so we'll wait and see what happens. So, in a weird way, Cameroon have lost, but if Cameroon can do something against Serbia, Brazil will be already through. Brazil might put out um, a few reserve players. They probably won't because they'll want to top the group. It's hard to know, like, isn't it? It is hard to know. But then again, Brazil's reserve players are just as good as their starting players. So it's not like. Yeah. Anything is going to be easy. Like we saw, we'll talk about them in a minute, I suppose. Um, not much else really to say about this game. I thought, you know, Switzerland possibly deserved it in terms of they dominated the play for a lot of it. I thought Cameroon looked a lot better than I thought they'd be because they'd been in very bad form and I hadn't really seen them since Song took over. But he seems to have, you know, got them playing decent football again. Um, yeah, they settled into the game a little bit, and I thought, you know, yeah. who knows what Cameroon can do. It's two, uh, exactly. We'll see now where, where we'll it goes. What, what day is that on again? Is it Sunday? Or um, Sunday or Monday or something like that. Um, when those games come back again. Well, they're then, near the, yeah. I do know on Tuesday is the first day where we're in the last game. So, yeah. Um, so it's getting close. It's getting close. And obviously, the second round games are the ones where 
uh, starting tomorrow with those, they're the ones where things are really going to pick up a bit because, you know, now teams have to go for wins. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in the first round, you're trying to maybe, like, a point will be okay, so they're being a bit more cagey sometimes. Um, whereas now you have to go for the win. So yeah. it's going to be interesting. But yeah, Switzerland, Cameroon, not much else for me to say about that. Do you have anything else? It reminded, me of, it reminded me of that game yesterday that I said was very hard hitting. It was very hard hitting again. Uh, but there was yeah. there was more to it. There was more chances, more, and obviously the goal. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was, as you said, it was kind of hard to guess which way it would go in the end. Um. Yeah, absolutely. But that's about it, really, I suppose. Yeah. Um, the game we just watched, Brazil-Serbia, good win for Brazil in the end. Yeah. Um, in with both goals. Mm-hmm. One went in off his shin from about three yards out. Yeah. And the other was essentially an overhead volley. Yeah. Um, which was a great finish. Mm. Uh, the first one, not so much. Um. Second time a team uh, Costa Rica yesterday, and now um, we had a couple today actually. So Korea wasn't didn't there one one either. Either. Wasn't there one in the Dutch game as well? Yeah, and S- Serbia, Serbia haven't didn't have a shot on target. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Which is Serbia didn't have a shot on target, so Korea didn't have a shot on target either. We haven't got to that game yet. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah. Um, Serbia looked like they were playing for the draw for the the whole thing, and when well, Brazil took the lead, they yeah. didn't read. They tried to have a bit of a goal, but didn't really work. I say, Mitch, um, Rich, Rich must be tearing his hair out. Yeah, um, I was very disappointed. They got into good crossing positions a few times, and the crosses were shockingly bad. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, and you saw Mitrovic in the first half a cross came in he couldn't get to it he barely got to it and you saw he went through Thiago Silva to get to it like we were saying I know, yeah, if he, you put a yeah. ball near his head where he can actually get to it yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. to get to it I know yeah uh, so a- I'd say Serbia will look at this game and think our crossing has to get better for the next match yeah wasn't this a weird game though in general because very strange the first um, half because... was very bad I didn't like the first half First half was shocking. Brazil didn't do much. It looked like they couldn't get going. No, we talked about their front three. Um, obviously, Ricardison got the two goals, which is what he's there to do, to poach and score the goal. So you can't yeah. say anything about him. Yeah. I thought Rafinha was pretty poor. I thought Vinicius was very poor. Um, like Martinelli was on for about three minutes. He did more than Vinicius did for the whole game. I know, Vinicius falling over his own feet and everything. Yeah, I mean, he kicked it at one stage. He was in the box and he hoofed the ball off his own foot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I know he's only a young player, but he comes with a huge reputation. I was very unimpressed. Is, is, it, is, it, is it a case of nerves? Yeah. I don't know. Is it a case of nerves for the, of these players? Probably he is because, you know, you're representing Brazil in that, um, which is a huge thing, as we know, for Brazilian players. It's like one of the biggest things to do. Yeah. Um, Neymar had a few moments here and there, yeah. but nothing really around the box. No, it was more in the, um, the midfield. He was trying to round everyone. Yeah, it, it was, was a beautiful move that he was involved in. There was a beautiful move rather with Brazil near the end, where um, I know the ball was pinged around a bit. Jesus laid it back, and Casemiro hit a brilliant shot. It oh, deserved oh, to go in. Deserved to win, yeah. Uh, I thought Casemiro was very, very good for Brazil tonight. Yeah, he was quality. He 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 does his business without people noticing. Yeah, uh, I mean, he kept winning the ball back for them. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, and getting the ball to those front players. I, I thought he was, I thought he was, he probably, like you said, won't get the mention no. when it comes to like the players' ratings and things like that. Um, no. But I thought he was very, very good tonight. Uh, and before that, then, you know, Danilo hit the post. Yeah, Danilo hit the post with a great shot. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I thought, like, I know people will say Vinicius was good because he was driving forward, but his final yeah. product was terrible tonight. And that's what he's there to do. Exactly. He's there to score goals. He's there to set up goals. I wouldn't start him in the next game, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. They'll be under pressure too, and they I'm sure they will. But, you know, I, I guess because he comes with such a big reputation, I was expecting more from him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what, what happens with the Brazil. Uh, squad going forward and who he picks. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have options. He has many, many options, yeah, and most yeah. of them came off the bench. Exactly. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I was very impressed oh. with their second half performance. I thought very good, and I thought, like I said, led by Casemiro. I thought, yeah. and obviously uh, Ricardison with the with the goals. Yeah, like that. Uh, that, that performance would beat anyone on any any given day. And that, that's the scary thing. But then, like you said, Serbia didn't have a shot in Terry. No, that was because Brazil controlled the game as well, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but if you look at but, Brazil, if you look at Brazil's team, how old their their whole lineup yeah. was in the back. But that was it. Their, their, their defense still looked a little shaky. Even though Serbia didn't have a shot on target, their defense still looked shaky to me. Yeah. I mean, there was one there, I think, where a cross came in and Allison took out his own defender. Yeah, yeah. There's a mistake, it, it just... They just got away with it. It didn't fall to a Serbian player to tap it into the net. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they got away with it a little bit at the back. Yeah. But Serbia didn't really threaten at all. You never felt like Brazil were going to lose this match. Mm-hmm. No, no. It was kind of, when are they going to score? And then Once it was they scored like, the first few hours, you were second was coming. Yeah. And I have to say, when it was 2-0, I thought, this, this could be anything now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big game, like we said, Cameroon, Serbia at the weekend. That's a big game now for Serbia that they're going to have to win. Games Cameroon are going to have to win as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Brazil, Switzerland has the makings of a good game. On Monday. On Monday, yeah. I think it's it's got the makings of a good one, that one. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Do you have anything else to kind of add to this? I suppose good start for Brazil. I mean, one of the favourites for the tournament. Scary, scary yeah. second half performance. It that was. So, so right pick. now you're looking at, with the first round of group games over, I suppose, is now is as good a time as any yeah. to, uh, to talk about it. Um, I would say um, we are talking about Brazil had a great first a great first round display, France and Spain. They're probably the three. Yeah, England had a stretch. England had a stretch, but we won't know how good Iran are until they play Wales, I suppose, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, so we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with those ones. Okay. So we'll move on now to the final group of the World Cup. Group H. Um game you didn't get to see much of, just the highlights, I suppose. Very brief, yeah. Um terrible match. Yeah, we were, with to Adam, we were talking to Adam about it as well, and he was saying yeah. one of the greatest. Um Yeah. Like South Korea, I think, dominated the first half in terms of uh, possession, but then Uruguay started to come into it a bit more. Um, uh, Valverde did hit the post from long range, would have been a great goal, yeah. Um, 
And Son, who we weren't sure if he'd play or not. Obviously, if he's anywhere fit, they're going to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was man of the match. But, uh, Son was man of the match. Yeah, I mean, he had a great chance and he put it wide. Mm. It, it's one you wouldn't have expected him to put wide. Yeah. Um, and then later on, Nunez as well had a wonderful chance to score and he didn't take it either. Um Always going to be a threat on the counter attack, I suppose, Nunez. Yeah. Um, but but there you go. It was it was a terrible game. There's not a whole lot to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a battle uh, in this group because we saw what Ghana and Portugal both did. Yeah. Um, South Korea and Uruguay are going to struggle a little bit, I think, against these teams. So yeah, um, so against both of those wide, teams. This, this group is pretty wide open. Very stick. wide open. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I think the way you'd see it now is Portugal won today, yeah. and we'll talk about that in a minute. Not really deserved, but kind of deserved in another way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of going to be a battle for that second place. Yeah. Um, so it's going to come down to how Uruguay and South Korea do against Portugal, but also how they do against Ghana. And um, Ghana, we know, are going to be so up for that Uruguay game, the revenge on their minds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, but you know. No, Son, I thought, played well for South Korea, but mm. he also missed the best chance of the game, in my opinion, to put it yeah. least. Um, yeah. I just, I just kind of catch it up on it. There was nothing that really stood Nothing. It was, it was like we've had a lot of, is it four now nil all draws in the World Cup? Yeah, this, yeah. surely not and against this was, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And this was the worst of the, one, of the nil all draws. Okay. I think there was only one shot and target in the whole match. Yeah, um, was and, one you know, it's it's poor. It was a poor quality, and I can't say anything other than that, really. Yeah. Um, the less said about it, the, the best. best. But uh, yeah. neither of these teams really made me feel like they can beat Ghana or Portugal. Yeah. But again, like we said, it's the first game. You're kind of caging. You don't want to lose it. Mm-hmm. You want to win it, but you really don't want to lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas when they play their next matches, it's going to be a case of we need to get something out of this, so they'll have to have more of a go. Mm. Um, so it wasn't really a great match. Um, yeah, I'm, from just looking even just at the highlights, there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, nothing really stood out. No, absolutely terrible match, really. Um, so. We'll move along, will we, to probably, I would like to say the game of the day, but the second half of the day, really, because the first half was dreadful. Yeah, I didn't see the first half. I got home for the second half. Well, you missed nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched that. But my word, what a second half it was. Yeah, they had pretty much everything, didn't they? Goals, uh, dive, Goals. diving by Ronaldo. <clears throat> diving by Ronaldo, dodgy refereeing. Almost, um, almost a 3 3 equalizer, which would have been hilarious. Oh, that would have been oh my god. Um, <laughs> Ghanaian lad mocking Ronaldo. I mean, it was it had everything. It did the second half was superb, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. but again, it just showed you like that. It should be playing. I know Ronaldo scored a penalty or whatever, but it should be playing the out like from the start, yeah. Ronaldo is just. He was doing it. He, he, he can't run. He was doing that thing again where he's throwing his arms up in the air and yeah. oh, it's nonsense. He does he does a lot of that and it's uh, 
he's still, I suppose, they prefer having him on the pitch than not having him on the pitch. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he doesn't offer them much. But I would say Portugal looked very, very dominant in terms of controlling possession, controlling play. Yeah. And I don't know what the stats are, but they definitely controlled possession. Uh, stats are 62 to 38. Yeah, that, that seems about right. They had a lot of the ball, uh, which you expect. They're good ball players. Um, so, yeah, about the penalty. Did it even go to the air? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it did. Also, as well, uh, I've noticed as well, just speaking now on VAR, yeah. they need to stop going to the screen for everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's um it's a strange one because um I don't think it was a foul. No, it was more of I think the defender foul. gets his toe to the ball. Yeah. Ronaldo gets his toe to the ball for sure, but yeah. then so does the defender. Yeah. And Ronaldo sticks his leg into the defender and falls down. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. So Ghana first half didn't have an awful shot so Ronaldo gets the penalty takes it he scores and then you fear for Ghana because at that stage I don't think they'd had a shot on goal no didn't but then pretty sloppy defending and one of Portugal's strengths is their defence yeah and it was pretty poor defending and not a really difficult ball just a ball down the wing cuts it back I use there to tap it in yeah one all and then you think, you know, game on maybe. And then yeah. Portugal go and score two quick goals. Joe Felix, lovely little finish. Again, where was the Stop. AR? Because he looked Stop. offside to me. He looked offside and also shocking defending. I don't know how it got through. Show your man's yeah. legs. Uh, well, that was it. Well, the third goal was the one that was offside. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it was the really Joe bad Felix one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Joe Felix uh, was a really tidy finish. Yeah. But like you said, uh, chipping it over the keeper. But yeah, Rafael Leao's goal, he looked offside. He certainly looked like they should be checking it. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't want the marginal offside calls because they are ridiculous, like the Argentina one the other day. Yeah. But, I mean, if if Martinez was offside for Argentina, then he must have been pretty close to being offside there for their I'd love goal. to see it again. I didn't, don't think they showed a replay of it properly. No, they don't. And when they go to VAR in the World Cup, they don't seem to show anything. Yeah, yeah. So we don't seem to know if they're doing it or not doing it or whatever. Um, but nice finish it looked like at first glance mm. um, but then I saw it again and it looked like he completely missed hit the ball yeah, he kind of goes into the it. corner he kind of he, he, it. he did scuff it and that, maybe that's what took it around the goalkeeper a little bit yeah I think it did uh, so uh, fortunate but Portugal 3-1 up probably deserved it on the balance of play yeah um, but then kind of you know, Portugal made their substitutions. They started taking off some of the star players, mm. bringing on some of the younger players, thinking, you know, we're 3-1 up. There's only a few minutes to go. Forgetting that in this tournament, you're going to be facing about 27 minutes of stoppage time. That's, that's the other side of it. Um, and Osman Bakari headed in a goal. Great header. And I have to say, we were talking about at the start of the season that Diogo Costa was going to be coming in for this yeah. tournament. Yeah. I thought he was awful. Oh yeah, he was very, very good. I don't know what it is. Again, I don't know what it is. Is is it nerves? Is his first? Is Maybe. It... I mean, he's only twenty three. Yeah, and a lot of people are really, are loving him, so it's hard to know. Yeah, um, he's only twenty three. People do love him, but like nothing he could do for the first goal. I 
I'll tap or I'll type taps it in, mm. cut back. Um, I don't think it was that great a header. The second goal. No, I well, think, yeah. I think a top goalkeeper saves that. A top goalkeeper saves it, and also as well when it was coming across, it seemed to take a wicked uh, bounce. Yeah, and then. <laughs> yeah, that was mental. Well, you talked about earlier. Yeah. Oh, if that went in, it's just if he didn't slip, I'd say he would have scored. Absolutely. So, what happens was, um, it was kind of strange. I suppose Bakari as well. I suppose when we talk about doing Ronaldo's celebration as well, somewhat mocking him was slightly <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of fun. Ronaldo didn't seem to like it too much. No, no. Um, but also. There's there's like a minute of normal time plus stoppage time to go. Why are you not just grabbing the ball and running to the halfway line? You know, it makes no sense. You're still a goal down. I know, yeah. Makes no and sense. And that was kind of ridiculous that he went off on the mad celebration. But then, like you were saying, um, again, like we were saying, Keeper got caught again. have a great one. Keeper got caught again. Yeah, it was a straight... Williams, um, who we talked about before the tournament as well, He's just kind of stood behind the goalkeeper hiding <laughs> and waited for him to throw the ball on the ground. Ran yeah. around. Keeper had no idea he was there. Just as he was about to take the ball off the goalkeeper's toe, he slips. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, he still gets through. But Portugal at that stage had got players back onto goal line. You know what that is? That's one of these where, in this day and age, playing out from the back. Yeah. The defenders are closer to the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. If this was the old days where you clear up the pitch for a long kick, yeah, Ghana score there because the players don't get back on the line in time. Exactly. So you see, yeah, kind of, saw a few what times. a way that would have been to equalise. And they they probably didn't deserve it, but in uh-huh. some ways they did because they only really had a goal once they were in the goal down. Exactly, and then it was a dodgy decision to give the penalty. So. Yeah, but um, credit to Ghana. I mean, because they looked like they didn't have a prayer in this game until they yeah. went to goal down. Yeah, and to keep going when you're three one down with only a couple of minutes to go. That was quality, you and yeah, just by looking yeah. at them now here, I think they they have enough to, to they have enough for second place. I'd say. Well, uh, you know, if the other two play like they did against each other, yeah, it's gonna be trouble. And uh, I thought Partey was good for them in the middle. He kept the ball taken over. Yeah, and um, Lamptey, I think. He was mad at the uh, Lamptey. Yeah, Lamptey was great. Yeah. And um, like we talked about him, he was a great get for them in terms of in play there. And um, for Portugal, uh, Ronaldo wasn't brilliant, but no. Bruno Fernandes was very good, I thought. Yeah. Uh, Bernardo Silva was good, Joe Felix, Ruben Neves. And none of them were brilliant, brilliant, but, but they, they were, were all serious. pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought Ghana, especially. In, in in that first half and for a lot of that second half, mm. their first touch was awful. Yeah. For some of the players. I know what you mean. They gave the ball away a lot when they were in good positions because they just touched the ball on and not touched the ball on. Yeah. Um, there was a moment where it could have been a red card as well. But they're a head boss. Yeah. Yeah. I again don't know why VAR isn't looking at that. Yeah, it's a strange one because I think that's a red card if it was me. Yeah, I mean, if that's in the Premier League, he's gone. Yeah, 100%. If that's in any league in Europe, he's gone. Yeah. 
And I'm not sure where the referee was from, but apparently whatever league he's from, I gotta watch it because you're allowed headbutt people. <laughs> I know, yeah. And um, so a strange one. Um, that that didn't go to VAR and both players ended up getting booked mm. now I mean the Portuguese player did drop to the floor pretty spectacularly but I mean he did push his head into his face yeah I know yeah it was, you can't do that and, it wasn't as bad as probably that, nothing yeah and that's one of the things I really dislike about Portugal as a team they yeah. have very gifted players very technically gifted players they have to fall and die even but they love throwing themselves on the ground and trying to get other players sent off yeah it's just do you get booked these days don't you if you start doing the hand wave gesturing yellow well you're card. supposed to yeah. you're supposed to it's supposed to be a case of you want the yellow card right here's one for you then yeah 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 um, but they're, they're they constantly do it and they've done it for a long time they've done it for years now and yeah. I don't like it I really hate it yeah um, you know, if it's a foul, it's a foul. The ref will give you a free kick. Get up and get on with it. Stop trying to get people sent off or booked. Exactly. Um, and that's one side of Portugal's game I really, really hate. Yeah. Um, all the diving aside but because, you know. The one thing as well about Portugal, I think they are the entertainers on the first day. I think it was a three all the last time they played. In the yeah, old, yeah. In the and game. I mean, no one was calling 3-2 in this game at halftime not because not it was joyer the first half. <laughs> so bad, yeah. Um. But yeah, I you know I feel a little bit for Ghana. I think on balance of play, Portugal probably deserved the what win the overall. Stats, anyway. what the stats overall, Portugal only had five yeah. shots and goal. Five yeah. shots and goal, yeah. Stats. And Ghana had only three, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think like well said. Lamptey was 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 good. He probably the best player in the pitch. Like you said, he got man the match. A lot of fouls again. Uh, this one. Yeah, Partey was was pretty decent. Fernandez was decent. But there was no one in this game that you'd say, wow, what a game they had. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You know, they were all just, they were okay. They were all very average. Um, but 3-2, very, very entertaining. Yeah. Um, second half, first half, to definitely forget about. But like you say, Ghana looked decent. Uruguay yeah. and South Korea both looked very average yeah. when they played each other. Yeah. And when they played better teams, they'll be found out, so... So, yeah, um, so in this group, would you reckon Ghana and Portugal will both end up going through? That's what I was yeah. going to say, yeah, I would say, yeah. Um, obviously, um, it's going to be it, it's going to be trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the last two matches, it's going to be key. But uh, yeah, I think Ghana have a good chance. I mean, if they play like they did in that last 20 minutes, mm. if they play like that against... Um, other teams, then I think that'll that'll be fine. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. So we are all the way through the first round of group matches, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, group A to H have all now played mm-hmm. one match each. Yeah, let me see. I'm gonna go to my thing, but I think we go back now again to Holland again tomorrow. We go back again now. Yeah. So, but before we talk about tomorrow's games, I want to ask you. From you've seen everyone play now. Yeah. Um, who is your favourites based on what you watched? You know what? Just for controlling a game and being totally dominant, Brazil today in the second half. Yeah. 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 I, I was impressed by Brazil because it wasn't just they scored a lot of goals, it was the way they moved and the way they were playing. Yeah, I was very impressed by them. I think, like I said, the other teams that played well. Yeah. I thought France were very impressive. Yeah. Um, 
you know, in their win. But again, they were playing a very poor side. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. I think I think Brazil were playing a decent side and they made them look very ordinary. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I think if you look at Spain, they're playing a team that are going to get hammered by everyone they play. Yeah. Or at least should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're looking at um, France, like we said, playing Australia, who aren't great, and England playing Iran. We don't know like how good Iran are either. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow morning now when they play away. We'll see tomorrow morning. So for me, I'd agree. I think Brazil have been the most impressive purely because they dominated the game against a very good team. Yeah. That second half and performance I, was as good as anything you'll see. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I, I do. I think Brazil have really shown themselves. Surprise of the first round of matches is going to be a hard call because I suppose it has to go to Saudi Arabia. It does, just because of the placement and going yeah. into everybody thought it would be 4 0. Yeah. And I, I guess the biggest disappointment then comes in the same game. Yeah, exactly. In terms of Argentina. Yeah. Um, Germany pushing them close, perhaps. Yeah. But the difference being, I think, um, Germany should have won that game anyway. They had the chances. But like we talked about with Germany, and it proved to be their downside in some ways, um, they really struggle up front. Really, really did. And uh, we weren't sure because, that, like that, we said, they're relying on... They're relying on two new people who aren't um, who hardly played from, and Kai Havertz isn't a forward. No, he's despite not. what Chelsea think. No, he's not. He wasn't signed as a forward. He was signed as a winger, and that's what he is. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think he's lost all his confidence because of it. Yes, yeah. and I mean I Muller's I coming. Heard, like. Yeah, and Muller's coming back from injury. Yeah, so we don't know what's going to happen to him. But it is still Germany, and they do play Spain on Sunday. Yeah. And I wouldn't rule out Germany beating Spain. <laughs> it wouldn't because be yeah, exactly. I think Spain should beat them. I t- like, like we talked about that before the tournament started that we thought Spain would beat Germany. Yeah. But I'm certainly not going to be as shocked as I was about Japan beating Germany or about Saudi Arabia beating Argentina if Germany can beat Spain. I think Spain, you know, just came up against a team that were very, very bad. Exactly. Um, and one of the things for Costa Rica, I suppose, that we didn't really talk about is they get to play half their games in qualifying at home, and that's a horrible pitch to play on. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, but they're but they're used to playing on it, uh, which does give them somewhat of an advantage in qualifying. And um, so that's it. So I suppose look ahead to tomorrow's games. Yeah, is about all we can do, and there is a few crackers. Yeah, like tomorrow. Um, ten a.m. tomorrow, Wales against Iran. Yeah. And we'll see how good Iran are. Wales must win game. Has to be. Well, it is must win game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, you know, a draw there and Wales are in trouble. Like. And mm-hmm. Wales have to be the Iran, you would feel. Um, and should do. I mean, there's enough about that Welsh team. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a hammering like six something, but they should definitely beat them. Yeah. Then Group A, we have the two teams who lost the opening matches the home nation, Qatar, playing against Senegal. Yeah. Um, I mean, based on what we've seen of Qatar, like we said before, Qatar were playing, or before ball was even kicked, we've seen Qatar play more than most, probably, because they were in Ireland's group. Mm-hmm. So we've seen Ireland play them a few times. Yeah. And less than a year ago, Ireland beat them 4-0, and Ireland, like we said the other night, beat Malta 1-0 because of a dodgy back pass by a Maltese defender. Mm-hmm. And so if Ireland are beating Qatar 4-0. And then we saw what happened when they played Ecuador. Yeah. 
um, which could have been six or seven. Nil. It probably should have been. Like I didn't see it, but like yeah. the, I, I thought highlights. Yeah, um, and then so you'd look at Senegal should be winning that one. Yeah. And then what we have at four o'clock with the Netherlands and Ecuador is we have two teams who both won their opening games. So again, winner there pretty much. Well, they will be actually in the next round. Yeah. Uh, so a hard one yeah. to call. To be honest with you. It is a tough one to call. No, one thing I will say about the Netherlands is um, Memphis Depay did get to play a little bit. If yeah. he starts, I think they're a much better team. Yeah. I think his just the chaos factor of him up front adds yeah. something different. Exactly. But also, they've they've had a chance now to settle into the team. But I was disappointed with De Jong. I was disappointed with De Ligt and a few others. Um, but I think having more training now behind them and that as a team because what we also have to remember is Holland were playing, you know, very early in this first round of matches. Yeah. The players had about four days together before the match. Yeah, it's tough. So now they've had over a week together. They'll be a lot better prepared, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the difference. You look at Brazil tonight. Yeah. Those Brazilian players had, you know, over a week together. Exactly. You know, whereas Holland players had like three days together or something. Or like three training sessions together before they had to play, um. So I think the extra time, I think Holland will be better prepared for that. Plus, we don't know what's going to happen with Valencia for Ecuador. Yeah. Um. You know, did they take him off precautionary? Is he like I'm sure if he's you know eighty percent fit, he's going to play. Yeah. Um. But you know, can he last the match? And you know, what happens? You know, if say he goes into a fifty-fifty with Virgil Van Dijk and Van Dijk clears him out of it. Exactly. You know how you know how solid is he really? You know how bad is that injury? Is it like one knock away from him missing the rest of the World Cup, mm-hmm. or you know what's going on with him? So um, we'll have to wait and see with that one. Yeah. So yeah, interesting one to call. I'm going to go for Netherlands just because I'm I obviously supporting them in the tournament. I'm going to say a draw. But uh, yeah, I think you know a draw wouldn't be a disaster for either team either. Yeah. With the Netherlands playing Qatar and uh, Ecuador playing Senegal, a draw would. At least mean Ecuador would only need a draw against Senegal rather than a win. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then the big game, I suppose, um, of tomorrow, in a lot of ways, is in uh, Group B, where England are playing the USA. Um, USA uh, drew at Wales, obviously. Probably feel they should have won that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, up against an English side that obviously hammered Iran. But, you know, we, we heard that. Kane had a scan and Southgate said no they were just checking things and everything is fine but we know he's got essentially glass ankles yeah yeah he's, yeah exactly I mean like one kick on an ankle from someone and Kane is out of that match again like yeah. um yeah. but I don't think USA are that kind of a team I don't think their manager is going to say go out and give Kane a kick in the ankles exactly. first chance again. No, they're not, they're not I that. don't think they're that kind of a team but um I have to say it's going to be an interesting matchup because the USA um, do have a bit of pace up front and you'd expect England are going to dominate and push forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we said, um, I don't know what kind of a team they're going to be able to put out either. I mean, you know, is Maguire going to be fit to play? Uh, is someone else going to have to come in? Yeah. You know, is Kyle Walker going to be back? Exactly. Um, and if Kyle Walker is back, what do you do with Trippier, who was one of the best players on the pitch the other day? Mm-hmm. You know, Luke Shaw was very good. Do you drop Shaw to play Trippier at left back? Exactly. 
You know, do you play Kyle Walker now in a back three again and then switch up your whole system? I have no idea. It's be tight. You know, so talk. that's kind of it. And so let's say that Southgate, if we if we play uh, pick your team, I suppose, let's mm. say that Walker is back. Uh, Southgate likes playing him in a back three because of his pace to cover. Yeah. So let's say they're playing three at the back. That means now you're taking out one of your midfielders. Mm. He's not taking out Rice. True. Uh, Declan Rice, he can't take him out because he's the one that's holding. He can't take out Bellingham after the way he played the other night. And he just won't drop Mason Mount ever. Yeah, I go, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. one of those three can't play if he plays three at the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I still. I think he'd be crazy to mess with it after winning 6-1. I think you've got to pick the same team. Yeah. Uh, maybe the only change you make is if Kane isn't 100% fit mm. uh, and you don't want to risk him missing the rest of the tournament, maybe yeah. you start Rashford or maybe you start... Um, Callum Wilson, yeah. Callum Wilson up there. Yeah. Um, personally, I'd like, I, I like Callum Wilson, but I'd like to see um, Rashford just scored his first World Cup goal. i personally like to see Rashford play as the number nine. Yeah, one. Um, but we'll wait and see what happens. I I would say England win, but not as big a result as the last time. Yeah, I think England probably the favourites, and they should just about edge it. Um, and that that'll uh, that'll really set it up then, won't it? Because that'll be a case then of England will have six points. Uh, Wales, we assume beat Iran. Wales will have four points. USA will have one, but USA are playing Iran. Yeah. USA can beat Iran. They go to four which means Wales would still need a point against England, or at least the USA not to match yeah. whatever they do to Iran. So if, no, if tomorrow know. morning is very important for Wales because they not only need to win, they need to score some goals. Exactly. Two because or... they need to put the pressure on the USA to have to score four or five goals against Iran. Yeah. Right. Like the bookies don't have that much faith in Wales, really. Uh, no. Three to one Iran. Yeah. But uh-huh. Wales should have enough about them, I think. One to, uh, again, one, to, one to two Wales. And and the other thing is, one of Iran's best weapons is how good their goalkeeper is. He's not playing after what happened to his head injury. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can't be playing. No, no. I mean, if, he is, if he is. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, his nose was nearly in over to his ear. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. It was so sideways on his face. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, we won't go into that again because it just makes me angry about why they let him play on, yeah. um, just because he said he could, yeah. uh, which which is a bit ridiculous. So yeah, I think tomorrow's shaping up to be a nice one, um, and yeah, good games today. Tomorrow the day that surely we don't get a nil all. Uh you'd like to think so for sure. I <laughs> hope there's no nil all tomorrow. I mean, Qatar, Senegal, there should be goals in it. Netherlands Ecuador is the potential nil all maybe. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Wales Iran, there should if, be goals. Wales won nil all, but Wales won Iran, they might as well go home tomorrow. Exactly, and um, so possibly Netherlands Ecuador is is a potential nil all, but I I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. There's goals in the England game as well. Yeah, exactly. So we will leave it there and come back tomorrow when we will be joined, hopefully, by JP tomorrow night on the show, who is an England fan. So uh, depending how the game goes, he'll be in a good mood or a bad mood when he's talking to us. But, um, you know, we'll wait and see for that one. So thanks, everyone, for listening. 
and uh, we'll be back with you again tomorrow night. Cool.